Welcome to the Becky and Cam hotline. You have reached the place where we will make your dreams come true and we will answer every question that you have. We will make fun of you, we'll make you feel small, but we'll also build you up. Welcome. (laughs) (laughs) We'll make you feel small, but we'll also build you up. So don't be afraid to call in on 02-8123-2103 to be made small or to be built up. Yep. It makes sense. No need to question it. Now, some of you at home might be thinking, hang on a tick. Did she just say the Becky and Cam hotline? Isn't this a bit of this and a bit of that? And for that, for people who are thinking that, mm. shut up. Just shut Things up, Things change. Like, don't be an annoying person who's like, um, I thought it was it's like It's not. It's different now. It's just, This is what we're doing. So just roll with the times, move with the friggin' pace of this fast-paced world. <laughs> One foot in front of the other. We took a vow. We said as soon as Trump gets out of office, we're changing the name yeah, of the show. Yeah, we, we just want to shed our skin <laughs> and be who we really are. So it's a new era and it's a new name. It's the Becky and Cam hotline and it's all about you. And so, speaking of you, some of you have been annoying me on social media <laughs> because in our original uh, promotional image, it was Becky and myself and Sophie Monk. Thought it would be a cute photo to Cameron put out there. Cameron likes how he looks in that photo. No, I actually don't like myself in that photo. Neither do I. But let's I stop using it. Let's stop using it. <laughs> I, let's stop using it. Okay. But I just thought, you know, a bit of fun. You put Sophie Monk in there, you might get a little bit of heat on, yeah. the, on yourself. Mm-hmm. And we did get heat, but the heat has been... It burnt us. It's been, yeah, scolding. Yeah, it's scolding third degree. Heat. People are saying, hey, is Sophie Monk a part of this show? She's not. Is Sophie Monk going to be on the show? She's not. So far, no. People have been tweeting at me. Can I ask some questions for Sophie Monk to answer? Can Sophie Monk get me a job at Sanity on the Gold Coast, which must be some fucking in-joke that maybe she used to work there. I don't know. Um, did you get her permission to use her image in the promotion of this podcast? No. No to all of the above. <laughs> Why would we do that? We'd love to get her on someday. You know what they say, honey? Do the thing and apologise later and don't yeah. ask the permission. Is that it? Something like that. Shoot first, ask questions later. Yeah. Yeah. And we will shoot Sophie Monk. <laughs> 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 We won't, we won't. No, we're not. If anything, we're going to try and get her on. Yeah, we're going to try and get Sophie Monk on. We yep. pray that she's into it. We send DMs to each other every now and then, so I'm like, I think I could do this. I think I could swindle her into coming on the podcast. Okay, good. Now, before we get into other people's problems, Becky, mm-hmm. how are you? Um. Well, you know how I am. I woke up with a headache. Mm-hmm. I'm scared I'm going to have a brain aneurysm. You have refused to acknowledge that. Mm. You told me it's just a run-of-the-mill headache. Mm. I know what I know. And I will be gone by tonight. In knowing that, say something nice to me. Okay. Here's what I think about your aneurysm. I think it's literally just a run-of-the-mill headache. I think maybe you had a couple of glasses of white wine last night, you didn't hydrate enough, and you've woken up today feeling a little bit unnecessarily anxious, and you're projecting. You could be right. I actually just, when you said that you've had a couple of glasses of white wine, I'm like, I did. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. remember I'd had all this wine and I didn't pee once. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what is that? Hang on a second. Why is not peeing 
uh, what's well, that? Because I wasn't, I wasn't hydrated. Oh, so your body was just absorbing the yeah. wine. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So you could be right. But what if I drop dead tonight? If you drop dead this tonight. This would be such an eerie recording. I mean, I'll put the pot out, <laughs> obviously. Of course. <laughs> I'll keep the hotline open and I'll let people send in their, you know, nice messages and condolences. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll reply to all of them. Um, well, should, on that note, should we get started? Let's get started. Let's hear our first caller. Hey, guys. My mum is a bit of a legend, but she's also always, like, very invested in my life and especially my boyfriend. And she, like, always DMs him on, like, Insta and stuff and, like, checks in on how he's going. How do I, like, tell her that she's being a bit of a creep to him? Um, intrusive mum. Can you relate to that? <laughs> yeah, my mum my mum DMs you a lot. <laughs> Not so much anymore. She's oh, calmed down. She's over you. She sent me a happy birthday message, but that's it. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Um, my mum once, when I set up a Facebook for her, she was just having a look at like an ex-boyfriend of mine and she had a really like bad keyboard like it, and it had like, I don't know, food and shit under there and she was something. And she was on a photo of him and his new girlfriend and she tried to get out of the photo and like her keyboard, I don't know, something happened and the M key got stuck. Oh, God. And so she ended up just leaving like seven <laughs> comments worth of mmm. <laughs> <laughs> Did she delete it? I don't know, but she tried to apologise to me, but she wrote on his wall. Oh. <laughs> That, that gives me a panic it's attack just, to even think about. They shouldn't be online. No. I can't personally relate to this because I've been with my wife for ages now, but my mum very early on stages immediately went to like texting Alex like real quick. Like <laughs> wow. got, got her number and was like texting and being like, hey, what's what's up? What are you doing today? And stuff like that. That's because you won't reply to her text. <laughs> yeah, I think <laughs> She's so. found a new avenue to I get think to so. you. Yeah. So, I mean, this is, I mean, this is a bit different, I guess. Ha- like, has she been like this with all of them or there's just one at the moment that she's into? Because that's like. Mm, that's a good question. Mm. Maybe it's just like mum has got this sense that this is the right one. Yeah. And I want to try and like get my hooks in yeah. to this one so he doesn't leave. It's hard. Like if I knew how to answer this, I'd tell you myself. <laughs> mm. Does your mum ever message your boyfriend? No, I don't think she does. I don't think she can quite. I think he has like a private Instagram. Maybe he doesn't even let her follow him. <laughs> <laughs> but I also think it's quite endearing. Like, like surely your boyfriend isn't annoyed by it. I think... Like, just, you're probably the one that's more annoyed by it. Yeah, exactly, which mm. is how, like, it's like for us whenever, you know, our mums reach out to people, you're like, mm. oh, God, stop. But they're like, it's fine. Yeah, like it's actually easier to reply to someone else's mum than your own. Yeah. I love, Weirdly. I actually quite like it when your mum messages me. Yeah. Because I can just say something a little bit cheeky back and it's fine. Yeah, and day made for her. <laughs> yeah. She'll coast off that for a week. <laughs> Yeah, well, I don't know. I'd say maybe you need to open up line of communication with your mum, which is hard to do. You don't have to open with, hey, stop messaging my boyfriend. Yeah. But just like... Because it is a bit of immature behaviour. Like, Mm. I think think parents, you know how we were all figuring out how to use 
like I think you know people our age or whatever we're at a stage where we know how to use each platform mm-hmm. like remember we used to write on each other's walls I and know. stuff like what we were hell? still figuring out the kind of parameters of sometimes a memory comes up on Facebook and it's just you have written hey on someone's yeah, wall yeah it's so embarrassing eight years ago humiliating it is but parents are still stuck there mm. they're mm. still figuring out it's just taking them longer to navigate the world so she might just be thinking that it's like hey like everyone's chatting everyone's talking isn't this amazing she hasn't figured out that it's not really the done thing yet yeah that's so maybe right. you need to sort of be like hey like or, or just be like oh god did you message him be like yeah. that's so weird i my like use your boyfriend's mum as an example of like oh she never messages me that'd be weird Say, mm. you know be passive aggressive yeah that's a good way to do it <laughs> gaslight and be passive aggressive yeah. I'm going to come at it from an opposite angle to you. This is difficult and it's advice I wish I could take myself. Be nicer to your mum and talk to her more so then she won't have to reach out to your boyfriend. Yeah. I wish that I could just easily take it (laughs) myself. Every year I say this is going to be the year that I just constantly talk to my parents and say, how are you, and check in on them and stuff. Yeah. And And every year, (laughs) without fail... (laughs) You don't. I do not. I'm going to take it down another avenue. Mm -hmm. Is your mum a slut and does she actually want to have sex with your boyfriend? Now, that's interesting because women hit their sexual peak at a later age. I've always wondered that. Like, do they hit it just all at once? Every single woman. Is it like your water's (laughs) breaking? Or you're just like, I'm horny immediately? Or is it a gradual build? Because she might be on the up. Yeah, or well, I've never I've never actually asked my mum when her horniness kicked in. But <laughs> But based on her, you know Based on her her low cut tops. Yeah, I could say <laughs> it's a slow build yeah. into extreme horniness. So you know, maybe mum's maybe mum is trying to get in there. And in which case Let her any, let her have her fun. Like, really? Well not That's she, he's not gonna have sex with her, but like let her have her flirtation. But would you feel weird if you like you looked at your boyfriend's messages and there was like can't, not not like tit pics but like <laughs> sexy pics from your mum. Yeah, of course. Like her being like, hey, and like a bikini or whatever. Beach yeah. day. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of a question is that? Well, then don't tell her to go down no, but that I, path. Like, but she's, she's not messaging tit pics and stuff. She's just probably like, hey, what are you up to? Right. But if she's trying to fuck him, it will escalate to tit pics. Maybe, depending yeah? on what he replies. Well, knowing him, <laughs> which I don't, but I'm projecting, mm. he will play along. He'll take it there. He'll take, <laughs> He'll make sure it gets there because he's excited by the taboo that yeah. he's breaking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I would say nip it in the bud right now, cut off all ties with mum. Yeah. Send her just a terse, <laughs> brief message. I know what you're trying to do. Back off. Fuck off. Back fuck off, off. Fuck off. Fuck off. Fuck off. Back off. Fuck off. And stop being horny. <laughs> I think your advice is right. I think she, she's lacking communication with you. She's trying mm. another avenue. She knows you love your boyfriend and she's trying to sort of get in, weasel in that way, which is what they do like to do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think every morning just be like, hey, mom, how are you? And then if that doesn't work, confront. Yeah. Confront and don't take no for an answer. Don't let her deny it. And this is good advice for me as well. So hearing you say it actually mm. inspired and, me. And for myself too. I yeah. need to message my mum. We'll both message well. our mums and then each other's mums. And then your this. mum. <laughs> and and just straight up ask her if she's <laughs> horny. And we each want one of the tits. Like we don't want f- double. 
we want her to send one tit to Cameron and one tit to me because we share everything. Yeah, we do. <laughs> We've got a guy who will Photoshop it together. Yeah, it's our new intern, Blake. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully that helps. All right, I'm ready for another caller. Bring him in. Yeah, g'day, guys. I've just got a question for Sophie Monk. Sophie, just wondering um, how you get on The Bachelorette. I'm definitely keen to give it a, a red-hot go, as they say. Yeah, just any advice, I'd really appreciate it. don't know who the other two are on the podcast, Soph, but, yeah, they, they seem like nice kids. Thanks very much for your time. All right, you ugly, desperate loser. <laughs> <laughs> now, Sophie Monk is not a part of this podcast. We made that very clear. And if you can't read, people don't know this about Sophie, but she's a bookworm. Mm. She's a reader. Yeah. And I know that because I got her an e-reader for Christmas. <laughs> Which one? The, the, the Kindle? Kindle? The Kindle, yeah. Yeah, she you got to go Kindle. She forgot we were doing presents, but that's sure. That's she, she'll sure. probably get you something later in the year, maybe. I think so. She seemed like she would. Mm. Yeah, because she was really polite. She's like, oh, thanks. Right. And, like, I took that as, like, thank you so much. Like, I'll get you something later in the year. Like, let's go. How did you get it to her? Like through her assistants and stuff? Yeah, I know her assistant and I badgered him for a while and Mm. he gave me her address and I took, Mm. she lives about two hours uh, north. So I got an Uber. Oh. And really nice. Got to chat to the guy for two hours. and The, the, the turn- Uber driver. The Uber driver, yeah. And then I okay. turned up at Sophie Monk's house and I was like, hey. And at first um, the alarms went off because I came through and she's got quite high security. And what time of day were you? Uh, I think I think I didn't realise how So I arrived around midnight. Yeah, that's late, And isn't then it? I just sort of barreled, barreled through mm. and knocked on the door wild-eyed. I'd had a few coffees, a few 7-Eleven coffees on my way up. Uh-huh. And I had the e-reader there for her and I preloaded a few books onto there that I thought uh, she might like. And what books do you remember? Um, what wi- books they were? Women Don't Owe You Pretty, stuff like that uh-huh. that I thought she might enjoy. Okay. And, um, yeah, she kind of took it with open arms. Well, her arms were crossed, but I... How I, was her body language? Let's get into that. It was stiff, but I think it was because it was late. Mm. She seemed mm. tired. She was all bleary-eyed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, hey, should I come in, have a couple glasses of wine? She said no immediately mm. and sort of put her, her hand up, like, stop. Maybe she's just... She's not drinking at the moment or... Yeah, mm. yeah. Anyway, so that was really nice, like good to catch up and mm. gave her her gift. She sort of vaguely promised me one back and then <laughs> I just jumped in an Uber and came home. It's interesting. I was actually reading online that she moved to house early January. So when were you there? Just before Christmas. Yeah, just before Christmas. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she left. Because there were lots of boxes everywhere and I said, oh, can I come in? She said, no, 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 no. Right. We're moving soon. Uh-huh. So just, uh-huh. yeah, she seemed tired and like a bit aggro, but mm. I think the thing with me and Soph is that like we have this kind of, you know, like I love her. She like, she holds back a bit, but mm-hmm. I know that behind it all, there's this kind of level of respect. Uh, this is a kind of related question for you. Have you had many dealings with law enforcement in your time? In terms of what? Like, like, have the police ever called you up or visited your home with regards to any yeah, like things other, you, other you friend, might have done? Other friends and stuff, other celebrities. Right. Mm. So a, a police officer might show up at your door and say, you've been going to people's houses. Because mm, and- I sent Kyle Sanderlands a Furby okay. once yeah. and he took it the wrong way. Yeah. I don't know if, like, yeah. how you take it the wrong way. I just thought he'd like it. Okay. But, so what? Who's on the horizon? Who are some future celebs you're planning on getting in touch with and becoming friends with? I don't know. I've been so out of the loop. I've just really been focusing on Soph. Okay. 
Yeah. And have you spoken to her since Christmas time? I think she's deleted her Insta. Mm. Mm. Well, I can't search it. But. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she might have just deleted it, yeah. Yeah, I think that's what happens. Yeah. Sometimes they just, it all gets too much, have a social media detox. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, we personally can't help with getting you on The Bachelor, uh, dude, or The Bachelorette, whatever it was. But I guess we can say get in touch with Fremantle Media. They're the production company that uh, make <laughs> The Bachelor. I think they do. And I mean, how old are you, sir? Yeah. Fremantle Media, I'm on their website right now. They do have a contact number. I won't give it out on the air. But you, but you can, can Google you can it. You can Google it and find it. And uh, pitch and, yourself over the phone, I would say. And you've got to have a hook with that. You know, like, are you the rich guy? Mm. Are you the, like, guy with a weird scar mm. um are you the funny guy are, are you, you millennial are you millennial are you the guy that seems shallow but then like later in the season you reveal that your brother died or something that would be cool or that like cool. you know i was raised in a cult and i'm ready to like find love again yeah sort of thing. or like i was a twin but my tw- i ate him in the I womb ate my twin in the womb or later in life yeah i ate my twin like when we were 10 yeah and yeah. like got away with it because of the murky laws surrounding that. Yep. And now here I am. I'm on TV. I'm ready to find love. I want to find love with you. So, yep. Just hit up Fremantle Media. Find their number online. Again, about, I won't yeah. give it out, but look it up. It is online. It's easy to Google. And you, yeah, you work on yourself too. Because when you get in there, like you might be a catch. You might be a stud mm. in your own town, in your own community. Mm-hmm. But you, you're going to get put in with a lot of handsome guys. Mm. And you're going to need a little more than a freshly ironed shirt to stand out you're gonna need to really bring it yeah you know um have have some corny shit up your sleeve i would open with i love you straight (laughs) out of the gate (laughs) straight out of the gate yeah be branded as a sweetheart yep totally and that that party that they have on the first night Mm. that do not drink too much no because they're gonna want you to get drunk and they're gonna want you to get sloppy and they want you to embarrass yourself so you can do what i do which is anytime i go out and i want to stay vigilant I smuggle in a, a Ziploc bag that's taped to my inner thigh <laughs> filled with non-alcoholic wine. Yeah. And I'll just get a plain white wine and then I'll say, excuse me, I need to go to the bathroom. I go to the bathroom. I tip it out. And, and then, then you I, piss into the cup. It's not piss. <laughs> and you keep the sack for later. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that's one way of doing yeah, it. Yeah, you drink your piss. Yeah. You stay sober, you stay alert. Stay sober and waste not, want not at the end of the day. <laughs> the end of the day, don't use the sack stuff until you really need to. Sack is a backup, okay? Sack, yeah. <laughs> um, and what else can we say? Like getting onto The Bachelor. Yeah, like you need to have – that. you really do need to have like – I remember a friend of mine, she was awesome, such a good cook. She's so funny. Like they – made such a mistake not having her on MasterChef, but she mm. refused to – she had, like, an emotional story, but she didn't want to pimp that out mm. she's, you know, got morals. And they kept – the producers kept being like, oh, what about – and pushing for this story, and she said, no, 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 I don't want to talk about that. And she got cut mm. from the show. Big mistake. She would have been a star. Damn it. But – so that's it. Like, you have to have What something. you have to do is take one minor flaw or insecurity with your personality and turn it all the way up to 11, yeah. amplify it, make it your defining trait. So say you have a missing toe. Mm-hmm. You're the guy who doesn't have a toe. Yeah. And you think it's awesome and you're owning it. Yeah. Like Cameron. Yeah. Like, we don't need to bring up what happened to me. But just do it. Just, okay, fine. Just talk about what it's like to live with four toes. Okay, so I'm – the guy that 
missing a toe and it's was hard at first, but I'm owning it now. I'm wearing slides <laughs> <laughs> and I'm feeling groovy. <laughs> See, okay, so so Cam doing that next time in the ad break, it'll be Cameron, a man who's missing a part of himself but mm. is whole. Mm. You know, and then everyone's like, what's what's his story? Is she the missing piece? Yeah. And, uh, and then it cuts to me and I go, it's not, it's my toe. I lost a toe. <laughs> and she can't ever replace that. <laughs> I think my advice is interrogate yourself a little more. Why do you want to be on television? What are you lacking in your life that makes you think I'll be happy if I'm broadcast to the nation because often if you really get to the core of it it has nothing to do with fame or acclaim it's just something that you're missing in your real life like maybe when you were growing up you know you'd ask your dad a question and he'd ignore you Mm. or Mm. you'd say to mom I love you and she'd say get out of the room Mm. you know stuff like that Mm. and then you've got this sort of part of you that really wants people to look at you and give you all this attention and yeah, address that, dude. Address it and go to therapy and start a podcast. Because honestly, podcasts are the future. And we've just realised that and we're the first people to ever kind of <laughs> decide to do one and <laughs> explore that as an option. Thank you for calling. Thanks. All right, next caller. Yeah, hey, guys. Uh, Jamie from Thornbury here. Yeah, I've got a bit of a weird one this afternoon. So, um. Look, I've just gone downstairs and what it looks like, there's an ostrich just in my lounge room, kind of sitting there and it's quite aggressive actually. So it's just kind of, I walked down, I just wanted a glass of milk and I didn't have any milk. So I've kind of, was kind of lounging around and then there's this kind of ostrich there. I don't know who's put it there. I don't know if you, you could give me some advice on how to get rid of that or who, do you know who's put it there? Firstly, do you know anyone who might be putting ostriches in houses or? Or how the ostrich kind of got there. Anyway, I don't really, I'm a bit freaked out, to be honest. It's very aggressive. It keeps kind of shouting at me, making sounds. But, yeah, look, maybe give me the right number. And I'll, I'll call back again soon to just let you know on the update of that. Thanks very much. Cheers. Okay. So thank you very much for calling, Jamie. We appreciate that. It does take a lot of guts uh, to call up and especially to come with this with your wildlife problems. Unfortunately, we are not the correct people to call. For a wildlife emergency, I'd recommend calling Wires Wildlife Rescue, 1300 094 737. Now, that's a good number. That's a beautiful number. And if you compare that to our one, which I believe from memory is 02-8123-2103. Just a tongueful. I mean, if anyone could help us just pay for the 1300 number that's just like 1300 Becky Cam or something. Yeah, that'd be good. Even if we could have the ostrich number... And then we, you know, we could take over that number and it would be easier for us because we'd remember and we could just deal with a couple of ostrich problems, Mm. like in exchange, like you and I, okay, you and I start doing wildlife shit. We could do it. I reckon I know roughly what to do. Yeah, like, oh, what, someone, there's a lizard in the backyard. Okay, cool. Get it outside. Get it? Yeah, shoo it away. Like, we could do that. And all we, and then in exchange, we get to keep that number. Okay, so we rebrand... As kind of a wildlife... Yeah, slash call-in podcast. Okay, great. So people mainly call in with their animal problems, but every now and then they call in and say, like, I need yeah, to like, know where to take someone on a date. Yeah. Okay. Do you know what I mean? And it yeah. wouldn't be that hard. Like, I'm sure people aren't calling it all the time. Like, maybe three to four times a day. 
and you and I just take shifts dealing with different wildlife issues and dramas. And do we have to do like a zoology degree or something? Probably, but I'm sure there's an online course we could take. Mm. I'm serious. I think we should do this. Let me just quickly look up how long zoology... Mm, because course. I've got, we've, remember, we've got those big gloves. Yeah. Because of the time we got into uh, falconry. Yeah, we still got the gloves lying around. We got into falconry for a minute. Okay, so I'm, I'm looking at zoology at the um, Australian University, and it is a three year course. Three year course. So, but we do it part time, so okay. six years, and we get to keep the number. <laughs> I just think. Like I'm serious. I think we could do it, and then we've got, and then we've got a zoology degree, mm-hmm. and then we don't have to do comedy anymore. So it's like kind of a win-win for ah, everyone. That is a pretty good idea. And then yeah, like, and then I, and then we'd be able to get back to Jamie with like some real advice on how to remove an ostrich exactly. from a lounge room, um, because it sounds like he's in a bit of trouble. He's saying it's aggressive, it's shouting at him, which I yeah. didn't know. I don't, th- I don't know a lot about flightless birds, but I didn't. I don't think they shout. They do honk, I think. They honk. Yeah. Okay. And they've got strong legs. So Jamie seemed very chilled out. So mm. maybe even as he was making the call, he was learning to love the bird. Yeah, he was starting to come around to it. Yeah. By the time he dialed our number, which is easy <laughs> to remember. <laughs> yeah, I just think like already you don't even seem like you need our help because you've kind of you've gotten to know the bird. You love the bird. The mm-hmm. bird's a part of your life and yeah, like just live in harmony with the bird. It's very possible, Jamie, that what's happening to you right now is that you are being awakened to the majesty of animals yeah. and you might want to parlay that into a career. Becky and I have just given you a couple of bits of advice on zoology courses. Maybe see you there. <laughs> we <laughs> might see you in, you know, like the tute room. We Yeah, and we could all get fitted for car keys together. <laughs> I love we'll that. graduate together. Oh, that'd be awesome. Go on like a fun graduation trip. Go on a pub crawl, get blitzed. Get absolutely blitzed at the Gold Coast at the GC. <laughs> Come back and start dealing with animal drama. Every damn day. Every day of our lives. That's exciting. That's an exciting opportunity. I'm really excited by that. We've given not only some like mental health advice to this person, but we've also possibly shown them a future career. I feel really good about this. I feel really good too. I'm so excited. I'm buzzing right now. (laughs) You're welcome, Jamie. You're welcome, Jamie. So get like put on the Netflix, put a little towel out. Do ostriches sit down? Do they ever sit? I'm going to ask Google that. Do ostriches ever sit? Do they have kneecaps? Okay, I'm looking at photos of them. They're all standing. Oh no, one is sitting down. One is sitting down. Yeah, so they must they must need something comfy to sit on. Yeah, so let the ostrich sit on a little towel or a little blanket. It does say here if they're sitting, it often means they're protecting a bunch of eggs that they've just laid. Amazing. Well, that's exciting because ostrich ostrich eggs are very valuable. People really like ostrich eggs, so you could have an ostrich egg fucking business on your hands right now. This ostrich might be sitting on some eggs, but you might be sitting on a gold mine. <laughs> Congratulations, Jamie. Congratulations, Jamie. I'm so excited for you, and I can't wait to see you in the course. <laughs> Let's do another one. Hey, I'm just so obsessed with this guy. Um, look, I won't say his name, but I can't stop thinking about him. And, yeah, I really need your help, Becky and Cameron. It would just mean the world to me if you could help me get over him. I think Elsa said it perfectly when she sang, let it go, let it go. Mm, mm. So you think this person needs to just get over this guy she's obsessed with? Yeah. 
I think the opposite. <laughs> I think go hard. Pursue, pursue, <laughs> pursue. Don't take no for an answer. <laughs> sure, he may not be interested now, but who knows? Five, six years down the line, <clears throat> if you've been there the whole time. Yeah, never go away. Yeah, he might turn to you and one day and go, yeah. Fine. Because, <laughs> yeah, guys are just like, you know, often you'll see someone and they just end up with like, an average person and that person was they were just there at the right time that they were ready to get a girlfriend or a boyfriend mm. Mm. um something inside know. them said i need to settle down now yeah and they turned and there was someone there and they went yeah. you there's just some average chick there mm. with a pandora bracelet mm. saying come over here sit down let's have a vodka orange juice and he's like okay he's like i actually call them screwdrivers and she's like that's so funny and he's, and then they're together. <laughs> together forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I reckon stick with it. But you think maybe abandon? I just reckon, I don't know, have you ever been really obsessed with someone for ages and not had it reciprocated? Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yes, it is a weird feeling. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of embarrassing as time goes on. When you're yeah. like, oh, there's clearly no no reciprocation here. Yeah. Yes. I just think like... I don't know. I've I've had that before, and then like, I, I was obsessed with the guy for so so long, and eventually he did go out with me for like a month. But it was the worst month ever because I knew he was just doing it as a kind of like he was just sort of placating me by going out with me. And then he he, he also broke up with me, and it was just this whole stress. I don't know. It was it, even when you get them, it's like never that good. Yeah, but having said that, you can just compartmentalize your feelings. <laughs> And mm. totally ignore whole truths and realities. True. And for that month, you can just be like, this is bliss. This is happiness. I'm having a good time. Yeah. He loves me. He loves me. He loves me. And then when he loves you not, then you snap back down to reality and go, well, shit, now what? Yeah. And then you walk up his street and piss on his car mm-hmm. at least seven times. Seven times. Yeah. Did you do that? Yeah. I think it really showed him. <laughs> Maybe he never knew about it. He wouldn't have. But it was fun for me to know he was driving with my piss all over his wheels. (laughs) It just in no way impacts him at all. I know, but I would like to think that one time he got a flat tyre and as he's taking the tyre off, he he was touching my piss. Piss play, as I call it. So, yeah, explore your kinks in a healthy and safe way. (laughs) In a really distanced way. (laughs) I know it's so basic, but I remember reading that book, He's Just Not That Into You. When I was younger. Holy shit. And I mean, it's just so true. Like if someone's not texting you back or whatever, if someone's not like, they just don't like you. And I've, you know, I've had people really like me and you just don't care. Mm. Like you just actually like you'll get a message and you just don't think twice. And then Mm. I've been on the other end where you're just waiting for that message. And Mm. I just think you got to, you know, either, yeah, either leave it or go hard. I think maybe your advice is better than mine. Maybe she should move on. Yeah. She should just let it go. Even if you're not really moved on, like if you act, sometimes if you act like how you want to be perceived, you eventually find yourself being over it. Yeah. Like you just have to pretend to everyone and yourself. You have to be deluded. And I think that's what 2021 is going to be about is all of us living in a delusional state. It's the year of delusion. Yeah. And no one's sort of calling each other out on it. And like, and that's exciting to me because it's like, who am I going to be this year? (laughs) I've decided to become very stoic this year. I don't think that's possible for you. 
Why? Because of my eyes and my eyebrows? Yeah, you <laughs> you say everything with your face. Yeah, yeah. You're always searching around looking to see mm. how people are reacting to things you say. Yeah, I'm very needy. Yeah, yeah. But if you can learn, if you can fake being stoic, then you can make being stoic. Exactly. And for this caller, thank you for calling. It's very brave of you. If you can fake being over them and you don't text them mm. and you, you know, you'll really at least try have not your to own think about them. Dignity. Yeah, you'll be fine. And then eventually one day you'll be like, God, remember when I was obsessed with that fucking yeah. guy? Yeah, and then weirdly that energy will be real and then they'll want you. Mm. And then you can be like, no, and that'll be Or just, yes. Or yes, and then you get straight back in the saddle <laughs> without a moment's thought. I mean, yeah, it's ex- uh, you, there's so few stories where you're obsessed with someone for ages and then they decide. Like, it's usually pretty instantaneous. You know, when, when two people have this, like, chemistry and stuff, it's, pre- it's very hard to convince someone to like you. It does happen, but those stories shouldn't be listened to. They're in the minority. Mostly people just know already, straight up, from your smell. That's a big part of it. Part of it is smell. Are you smelling? Also, caller, how do you smell? That's something to think about. Have you checked your pits? I arrived in studio today, realised I hadn't put deodorant on. Mm -hmm. Guess what? Asked one of the guys, do you have deodorant? And they did. And I smell great. And Cameron looks like he likes me right now. (laughs) He's looking at me with those come hither eyes. Whereas when you showed up, I couldn't, I didn't look at you twice. No. Because something was off. And now I know it was your body odour. Yeah, it was my pheromones. Yeah. Telling you to stay away, stay away. Deep, ancient, tribal knowledge but now those pheromones and those armpits are covered up with some kind of roll-on zinc based yeah deodorant cancer causing deodorant and i'm all in awesome i'm all in <laughs> let's do it let's make it happen <laughs> <laughs> thank you for thank calling you. thank you so much to all of our callers we hope that we helped out and i think that we did i think we did i think we always do yeah um i just want to make a quick correction during the sophie monk question I was running my mouth and I said that Fremantle Media produces The Bachelorette. It doesn't. I've just Googled it. It does not. It's actually produced by Warner Brothers. And once again, I'm not going to give out their contact info, but you can easily Google it. You can Google it. it. You know Warner Brothers. They Mm. made Bugs Bunny. They worked with Bugs Bunny. They worked with who else? Like... Um, Tazzy. Tazzy Devil. Tazzy um, Devil, um, Yosemite Sam. Tazzy Devil is like the loosest Looney Tunes. Yeah. He's... From Tasmania for a start, so yeah. that should give you a clue. This He's guy's out of control. Loose. Yeah. This guy's fucking wild, dude. He would not wear a mask. <laughs> <laughs> so hit up Warner Brothers if you want the opportunity to work either on The Bachelorette or with those freaking Looney Tunes. <laughs> those guys are wacky. Thanks for calling, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye.